Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of Family Wealth and Other Musings on this Work It Wednesday where we'll talk a little bit uh, about your business. Um, I'm your host Becky Easton and we are going to talk a little bit about how to separate yourself from your business and just why that's so important. So keep in mind that, as always, this is general advice. I don't know anything about your specific situation. So if you do find, after listening to any of this, that um, it's something you would like to discuss further with me, um, and you're in Arizona or Colorado, I would love to chat with you. You can schedule some time on my calendar. Um, Otherwise, I would highly recommend that you reach out to another uh, personal family lawyer like me or a family business lawyer, which you can find near you at familybusinesslawyer.co or personalfamilylawyer.com or you can call my front desk at 480-999-4455 again, if you're in Arizona or Colorado and would like to chat more with me. So let's get into it. How to separate your business from yourself and why is it so important? So when you run your own business, often one of the most confusing aspects of the job, especially if you're new, is understanding how to separate yourself from your business. And this issue can really show up in so many ways from achieving a work-life balance and managing your time to how you get paid and even how much in taxes you owe. And with this in mind, I just wanted to offer a big picture overview of the issue. And although it might seem, or rather might not seem like it's an overly complicated or important issue, Separating yourself from your business is serious for every business owner. And the first thing to keep in mind is this, you are not your business. You are not your heart project. You are not your work in the world or even the services you offer. Your business, heart project, work, service, and or your product may feel like it's one and the same as you, or even as if it's your baby. But one day, just like the little ones you gave birth to, you may want your business to grow up and go on to live its own life without you. Or you may not want that. And it's really all a matter of preference. And your decision on this point may even evolve over time. And either way, it's a good thing to start thinking about it now. Do you want what you're creating to live beyond you? And if so, you wanna be sure you're thinking about it as an evolutionary entity that can grow separate from you. And whether you want it to live on beyond you or not, you want it to exist separately from you. Because, as I'll tell you, there are some major tax and asset protection benefits for you by doing this properly. So to add some perspective, let's contrast what it's like to run your own business with what happens when you're working as an employee. As an employee, You get paid via paycheck with taxes taken out and a W-2 issued to you at the end of the year. In this case, you and your money earning vehicle are essentially one and the same. You earn money and you pay taxes on that money in the form of income taxes and payroll taxes. As an employee, 
What comes to you every pay period via your paycheck is yours to put into your personal financial accounts so you can pay your bills, save, or invest. And in that context, you're getting taxed on every dollar you earn. There are some ways that you can save money tax-free as an employee, like by directing some of your pay into a 401k or an IRA or even a health savings account, provided your employer offers these benefits. But for the most part, you're paying payroll taxes and income taxes, which are two separate types of taxes on every dollar you make. And in contrast, when you're earning money through a business entity that is under your control, money comes into your business, goes into your business accounts, and is first used to pay business expenses, which are deductible expenses to your business. When you deduct business expenses from the income of your business, you do not pay income taxes on that income. In this way, you can think of business expenses as a government subsidized expenditure. So here's what I mean. You know, if you can purchase a computer through your business and use it for business, you're paying for that computer with pre-tax dollars, which could save you up to 40% or more, depending on your state, on the cost of the computer versus if you were to purchase that same computer with after-tax dollars. But this only works if you treat your business like a business and properly separate your personal and business accounts. So to keep your business and personal expenses separate, your business entity needs its own bank account. I cannot stress this enough. Your business entity needs its own bank account. It needs its own credit cards and it needs to pay you. You then always pay your personal expenses out of your personal accounts, never your business accounts. And whatever your business pays you will be subject to income tax and possibly payroll tax as well, though there are ways to significantly reduce your payroll tax obligation by choosing the right way to structure your business entity. So be sure to talk with an attorney regarding how you want to structure your business for maximum tax savings. And if you have not already gotten some great guidance on that front. So to the extent that your business earns more money than what's required to cover your basic needs, you may want to consider investing to hire experienced support staff and especially a skilled bookkeeper and administrative support to free up your time and allow you to focus on generating more revenue, better serving your clients or customers and growing your operation. Or you may choose to invest that money in additional education or training for yourself so that you can increase, can increase the value and the price of your services. If you have excess cash flow, you'll also want to know how to structure your profits so that you pay the smallest amount in taxes legally possible. Whatever you do, do not simply have one bank account that you pay both your personal and business expenses from or you're going to get seriously confused and you could even end up losing money or getting into legal or tax trouble depending on your company's entity structure. If you've already paid business expenses out of a personal account or by using personal credit cards, just keep careful track and document exactly how much you paid out from those accounts to your business. This payment will either be an investment in your business that you will want to track for the future or it will be a personal loan to your business that you'll want to eventually have paid back. So talk to your CPA regarding how to best structure investments in or as loans to your business, and then we can help you properly document your decisions. 
or if you need strategic support on this issue, I'd highly recommend contacting a family business lawyer to ask about a Lyft business breakthrough session. And there you'll look through all of your legal, insurance, financial, and tax strategic decisions together. When you're working with a family business lawyer, they're offering a number of systems and processes that make keeping your personal and business finances separate a snap. And not only that, they can offer additional services that make separating yourself from your business as easy and convenient as possible. So one of the best ways to effectively manage your business and personal finances is to first get clear on what you need your business to pay you at a base level so that you can pay all of your bills and other personal expenses as well as meet your personal time and money goals. And to get clear on this, there's a process that I can recommend called money mapping. So if you haven't worked with, um, with anyone on that yet, you haven't met with a family business lawyer before, now is definitely the time to finally get a solid understanding of how much money you actually need to reach your goals, rather than guessing or worrying about how much you need to earn to stay afloat. So there are so many different aspects involved in the process of separating yourself from your business and managing all of that uh, may require just a little bit of help and that is where a personal family lawyer or um, especially a family business lawyer would be able to um, you know come in and really add value to your company to help you generate increased revenue and so again, as I mentioned earlier, if this is something you find you'd like to discuss further with me or get a recommendation um, to an excellent family business lawyer, then I, you can schedule 15 minutes on my, um, on my calendar by uh, calling my front desk at 480-999-4455 or you can find a family business lawyer near you by going directly to familybusinesslawyer.co. That's just C-O. And uh, that is all I have for you guys today. I just want to thank you again for checking in and um, listening to this podcast. Um, separating yourself from your business is really just the one thing I just have to drill in to people's heads every time I talk. Um, about about it to any sort of business owners. You, you want to be separate. You want to have a separate bubble around your business that you do around your life. Otherwise, things definitely get very messy. So thanks again for listening in. If you have any questions, I'd love to hear them so that um, I can get you a great answer. And this has been Family Wealth and Other Musings, and I'm your host, Becky Easton. Have a great day. Mm -hmm.